Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the No Name Pod. I'm joined by my good friend, Wasted, once again. Very excited to have him. I've noticed that in the last couple episodes that we've just gotten right into it. So I'm going to take a couple minutes here to talk about what we're going to talk about today, if that makes any sense. So we're going to we're going to delve into the uh, conspiracy world of airplanes and some strange stories that uh, involve some celebrities. And of course, we're going to talk about that woman that had that uh, outbreak on the plane this week and what that all means and how it's linked to the Illuminati and Qantas Airways and all that stuff. So we're going to talk about, we have a lot of stuff lined up to be talking about this week. So stay tuned and stay with us because uh, we're, we're going to go on a ride here and it's going to be a lot of fun. But first, I'd like to introduce uh, my good friend, Wasted. Wasted, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, welcome back and how you doing? Yeah, I've got a beer. Hmm. Um, all right. Perfect. I. Uh, it's been a long time since I've had a beer wasted. A long time. We're we're approaching uh, probably 18 months now, and where I've been completely sober. So it's a weird that's, feeling. That's uh, that's insanity. Why it's, would you do that? I don't know. It's it's complete insanity. Actually, it's. It's something I I never thought I'd do, but here I am. Yeah, I get. I think I've 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 taken a break now and again, and you just you just sort of forget about it after you know a month, and, I, and then you realize you, you don't really need to. But you know, <laughs> it, it's nice to not give a shit like all the time. Yeah, it, it would be nice. You, drink, to... you just like don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to crack a beer once in a while too. But yeah. uh, I think I think I'm with you on that. You just get to a point where you um, everything that you associated doing with uh, beers or alcohol or whatever, um, it, they slowly kind of fade away, and then you just find other things to take up. Like I I drink I drink coffee now. That's my thing. Um, I don't know. I never drank this much coffee in my life, and all of a sudden I'm I'm you know drinking coffee more and more every day. But I like it. Yeah, I'm not even sure how much. I mean, unless you're drinking a, quite a lot, then you, you're not really getting much of an effect in a way. Like, but why don't why can't you just have like have one like ice cold like beer? Oh, I don't know. I just I just. Oh, you stopped. mean if you do have it, you'll just like end up in a motel with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> you know, I think I was heading down that road, so uh, I don't think I want to visit that again. But I don't okay. know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. I'm I'm making stuff up. Um, basically, maybe I'm just like already in the motel. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> um, well, I I think it was also too. I because I got young boys at home, young children at home, and waking up with a hangover with them yeah. just fucking sucked. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll wait till they're older to start drinking again. But uh, let's get right into it. Uh, I want to touch on uh, just briefly. Not we're not going to get too much into this because it's kind of it's the story's kind of old now and it's kind of been talked out a little bit. But I do want to talk about the the Titan submarine that went down. Um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, from the stories of the of the tapping that was supposedly heard to 
the Navy knowing hours into the the submarine's uh, voyage that it had imploded. Uh, there's so many conflicting stories. There's so many different scenarios. It's it's hard to believe which one is actually true. Uh, and the question I really have, and I know a lot of people answer it the same way, but uh, the question I have is if the Navy knew that it had imploded, why didn't they tell anybody? And yeah, I know that people are going to say, well, they didn't confirm it, but they had enough evidence to make a reasonable decision that they didn't have to go on this media frenzy saying that they were hearing tapping when I mean, if they knew it wasn't there, they couldn't have been hearing tapping. So something was was going on there. What do you think? Uh, well, the, the stuff that I saw, heard, or read online was that uh, it's basically they, using that story to it, it was came out around the same time as the like. Uh, remember, Biden uh, got like accused or something about uh, taking bribes of like five million dollars from Ukraine or China or something. They were saying that they were using that they delayed that telling that story like a week so it would be like front page news to cover 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 stuff up there was also didn't hunter biden he was uh arrested and charged and the charges were ultimately yeah. dropped or not i don't want to say dropped because i don't know but they were uh they went away and that was also in the the days that the submarine was supposedly happening right yeah, so the media kind of were instructed to like run with that story uh, of this sub because it grabbed all the attention. That's you know, and uh, there was a lot of other spin-off stories from it. There was that uh, you know the the son of one of the guys that died was at uh, some concert, wasn't he? Uh, Blink one eight one eighty two concert, and he was like dancing around, and everybody was like on online. They were focusing on this this story, like. Uh, the Cardi B or uh, the other one, uh, she was like having a go at him. Like his dad had just blown up on this uh, in this sub, and he was out enjoying his life. Uh, oh really? I didn't. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. That, that was all on Twitter and stuff. The it, whole is thing there happened. is there a possibility that he didn't know his father was dead yet? No, he knew, but you know, he was actually was his stepson. So. And he's also a his dad was like a billionaire, so right. he's like, what he's supposed to do, just stay at home and huh. cry on his own. He just went out with well, his friends, I suppose. Everybody grieves differently, right? I, I wouldn't put too much stock into that one. It is it is peculiar, I would say, but uh, yeah. you know, everybody grieves differently, and ah, whatever. Uh, it's it's a strange story all around. Uh, I think most. The focus most, at least for me, is definitely on uh, the the whole wagging the dog, right? Remember that movie with Dustin Hoffman there? Like the, what the media is, yeah. is telling you to watch this when in reality this is happening. So, but I yeah. mean, it's like I said, it's played out and it's it's already in the past. And in a, in a sort of broader way, it's kind of like uh, it's all about risk. Like what you know, billionaires like Richard Branson, you know. Whatever you're doing in life, there's going to be an element of risk. So once they sure. solved all the other kind of risks, they find another risk to take because that's basically what what everything's about, really. Right. Find some excitement. So Richard Branson used to fly those hot air balloons across the world, didn't he? Remember that? Really die. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? That was 
Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, I can't remember the exact details. Was he, was his balloon off course and over in the sea and lost or something? Where's I think branches? it was something like that. Yeah, I think it was something like that. I remember. I definitely yeah. remember him um, having a scare and 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 definitely remember him uh, almost dying uh, and flying the balloons. So um, that's fun. <laughs> you know, he he's a bit of an eccentric guy too. Um, he owns Virgin, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Virgin. Um, he's owned all different kinds of, you know, Virgin uh, Airways is the one yeah. that he. Uh, and he also had Virgin Records, which he started in London, didn't he? In like a little, uh, like a little store on his own, like a, a right. little business he built up. I think that's how he started. And. Uh, yeah, and uh, then he did Airways. He also did, had Virgin Cola in the UK. I don't know if you ever heard that. Heard no. About that. No. <laughs> they used to have big sacks of Virgin Cola. He also has uh, Virgin <laughs> Radio Station in the UK yeah. anyway. Yeah, like there's Virgin, Virgin Radio. Awesome. Yeah, there's Virgin Radios uh, in, in Canada here. And we have, we actually have a station here. I believe so, yeah. Virgin, Virgin Galactic. That's right. Now, maybe I'm getting con- him confused with somebody else, but... Didn't didn't he have his own island? I think yeah. he does have. He, but he's in recently after COVID, he's been scaling back a lot of his things. I think he may have sold his airline because it was costing him too much money through COVID, and he's also like kind of downsized everything. I think he, he does still have the island. But it's, yeah, I, I I believe it's called um um Necker Necker Island. Yeah, and he uses it for uh, a lot of. Uh, charity stuff doesn't it? is it like in africa or off the coast of africa or something uh, the british virgin islands yeah so but it, yeah having an island is always a like a dodgy dodgy look i'd say so man like after like, yeah i mean i don't think anybody's going to look at uh private islands the same way as you know i mean yeah. a lot of a you lot of bad shit's happening the, the biden family also has an island next very close to uh epstein's island I believe that 100 percent. Hey, speaking of Biden, um, this is not something we prepped in the show, but (laughs) you heard about the cocaine found at the White House, right? Yeah. (laughs) What a great story. (laughs) That's probably Hunter Biden. Well, you'd have to think, right? I mean, I mean, what cocaine addict leaves their coke? I know. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. And and. (laughs) Who who has access to the White House, right? Yeah, Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't didn't they think it was uh, didn't they think it was like anthrax or something, and they were calling in like the hazmat people to to take care of it? Yeah, and they also, I mean, they sort of didn't they accuse of sort of there was some kind of construction or cleaning work going on in there. And, and they were sort of saying that it was it was probably one of them, oh, one of the, the workers or something. It must it be unbelievable that you would leave the coke behind. You know, it was it was found uh, in an entrance between the the foyer uh, foyer and the lower level lobby, according to some sources. And uh, I guess that was a heavily traveled area for. Um, I don't I don't know if it was the public or just workers or people that that are there, but it was it, it, heavily trafficked area. So it, you know they're taking the onus off 
the possibility that it's uh, Hunter Biden, but I, I think we all know it was Hunter Biden's, right? Yeah, uh, it's most likely Hunter Biden. I mean, you'd have to be crazy to go into the White House through all that security, unless you unless you're really like, you know, you've connected high up in in government, you're just going to go to jail, aren't you? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially so you, in the, the, you've got to have, you've got to have some sort of like security clearance or something like Hunter Biden. He's like completely up. He's like above like normal people, isn't he? Protected by the CIA. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Nobody stops Hunter Biden at the at the entrance of the White House and says, uh, "Excuse me, sir." You know what I mean? He's he's the president's son. He gets a free pass. And also, he's already like he's on. He's already been busted for it. So what are they going to do? Bust him again for it? He probably left it there on purpose just to get back at his dad. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't really care, does he? Because he's like, he's a full laptop of all kinds of crazy smoking oh, crap and uh, smoking crap. So, some of the track <laughs> in like a oxygen tent or something. Yeah, man. Some of the some of the pictures that have have supposedly leaked from that that laptop or there i i just you just can't believe what you're looking at right it's just this is a, what yeah, a vile one, vile human being that man is the worst one is really his him with his brother's daughter yeah man and they're virtually naked <laughs> and he's like doing crap and then looking in the, and then she's looking in the camera yeah, you know they're basically taking a shower together or something. I saw that one. That that's your dead brother's daughter. Like that's fucked up, man. <laughs> why are you making videos of it? Yeah, well, why are yeah. you making any videos of all? He's filming everything. Yeah, he's something wrong there. It's just, it's entertainment. You know what I mean? I don't even know if it's real. It's just it's just entertainment at this point. Like, what can you believe anymore? Because this is. It, it's it's all fantasy you know do, do you know what i mean i'm i don't think i'm articulating yeah. myself very well but i'm trying to get a point across. like i don't think i'm really making my point like it's it it's it's laughable it's a parody it's it's ridiculous yeah i think they do there was a theory that they do all this stuff on purpose a bit like making kamala harris like a vice president they're just sort of rubbing it in your faces basically saying you can't do anything about this we can do whatever we want which i mean he's protected isn't he while biden is president he's protected right he's basically saying i don't i don't care and it's kind of like a distraction distraction story isn't it it's also kind of to make you feel like you've got no that makes people just think well we've got no control like it's almost like fear like if they can do that what could they do to me Fair enough. You know, it's, if they it's can fair get enough. away with that, then they must have some kind of power that we cannot like fight back against. But I think it is him just flying around the world, getting paid, and then kick, kicking the money back. And then he's also pissed. He's like from all the laptop stuff. He's also really pissed off with the rest of the family, because he's the only one that makes money for the family, and he gives all the money to the other members of the family, and they yeah, never yeah. thank him or anything. So he's just like raging in this like in a hotel room with all these hookers and prostitutes and just say, I don't give a fuck because wow. you can't. He's actually got a security team of CIA people with him at the time that he's doing all that stuff. He's yeah, not you, like on his. Do you, you think know, they're in like the room with them? Well, they're guarding the door. They're around. There's a security <laughs> team. 
And then yeah. in one of those laptop videos, yeah, he's also a wigger. Like he, he's like rapping, like with his buddy on online, yeah, on, on the phone call. They're on doing like a Skype call or something, and he's like rapping, and they and they're talking like like wiggers. Like he wow. thinks that he's like he's a rapper or something. <laughs> yeah. <So he> just... <laughs> That's great. Wow, I didn't know that one. I gotta look for that one because uh, it, yeah, it's little... not the highest. It's not the worst thing he's ever done. But it's, it's one of the funniest videos. Because he talks like he's, you know, he's he's a sort of gangster. And they listen to like crazy rap. Um, imagine, imagine trying to to act like you're gangster and tough and hard when your dad is the president of the United States. Yeah, they're just living in a crazy bubble. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man. Oh well. That's fun, but uh, he's moving not on. the worst one. Okay. No, no, go on. No, I'm just saying, there's like his sisters and stuff. They're they're almost like worse than he is. They're also oh. in and out of rehab. I I so don't. They're know. all like the same. I don't know much about the family, to be honest. Like one of the one of the, I think it's his, I think it's actually his cousin or something. I can't remember. But one of the one of the a couple of the girls are also kind of crazy, and they're in the videos with him. You know? Oh. I think they're all just like I think they come across they come across as a little bit like spoiled and they sort of want to be like the Kardashians. They're in, <laughs> in politics. Yeah, that's that could be that could be they're kind of like the Kentucky Kardashians. Well, that was kind of like uh, um, the Duck Hunters. There is that what they were called? Duck Dynasty. Remember those guys with the beards? Oh, Duck Dynasty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, the, the guys with the beards. ZZ top beers and they're just right. ducks out of the sky. Those guys were great. This was a good show. I was like uh, uh, the Kardashians for rednecks, but uh, yeah. Moving on. Let's talk about uh, the story that's in the news this week, which as soon as it happened, I was instantly drawn into it because like stuff like this doesn't happen very often, and it provided a lot of entertainment for me. Um, the lady on the plane who claims that she the man that she was sitting with with wasn't wasn't a real man and demanded to get off the plane you must know about this you've heard of it right yeah so she just like got off the plane she demanded like hysterically to get off the plane because the person next to her wasn't real yeah so the video it's a short video she walks up the the aisle of the plane and she's Apparently the plane hasn't. Uh, they're still on the on the tarmac. They're still. They haven't even hit the runway yet. They're still waiting to be taxied. And uh, she walks up the aisle of the airplane, and she's 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 not really screaming, and she's not really out of control. But when I saw the video for the first time, at least, uh, it looked to me like she was genuinely scared of something. She wanted off the plane, and. She she somebody's filming her, obviously, and she stops and she's she's like, I don't know who that is, but that man back there is not real. And it's at that point. It's just like it's pure gold comedy because you can see everybody on the plane just like look back at this man that she's pointing at to see if he's real. Right? It's like so it, it's just it's what a what a great what a great little clip. But, you know, of course. Um, uh, me being me, I spent a lot of time uh, going on the 
searching for it and finding all these conspiracy theories, it, it leads into a, a lot of stuff, uh, unironically and um, or unsurprisingly, I should say. So uh, what are your thoughts on it? Like this, like there's there's people coming out now that, you know, somebody said he was the man in the green hoodie and somebody other people are coming out saying that she was she was drunk which i i, I don't really like that that excuse but uh other people are saying that you know she was talking to somebody and their their eyes blinked sideways so i just want i, I want to get what you think about it wasted i thought it was funny that when when everybody she said that 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 guy there is not real and everybody turned back and then i don't know if it was in the comments or somebody on the plane said you mean that motherfucker there <laughs> and there's this, this is basically just a black guy. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a black guy. So I was just like, did he just freak out because he had some kind of like, he's like a voodoo guy, and he's got some weird like, uh, what's it? What's that thing where they uh, they cut up chickens? Uh, Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Yeah. Okay. Some guy, yeah. Somebody like that. If you sit next to somebody like that on a plane. Like for 12 hours, you really want to sit next to somebody who's <laughs> covered in like chicken blood or something? Well, like, he could have just smelled really bad. It could have been anything, man. Like there was yeah. a story saying that one of the one of the theories I heard was that uh, this is going on with the that she was drunk and she had some ear pods in and one of them fell out of course because it's the united states and everybody's racist in the united states she accused the black man sitting beside her of stealing her ear pod and that's when she freaked out and got up and i mean the story doesn't make that that theory doesn't make sense to me it's dumb and uh i think it's just playing on uh you know the political climate that's happening right now but you know, and, you know, of course, blame the black guy, right? Like, stupid. Yeah. But she, but she was also saying more more than that. She was saying that if you stay on this plane, you're all going to die, sort of yep. thing. Yeah. I'm not staying on this because she suspected him of, like, something, you know, and maybe she just freaked out. Maybe she saw he had, like, some, I don't know. What, what People often do that in the airport. They see something, don't they? And then they think yeah. it's like a terrorist attack. But <laughs> yeah. so what are the sort of like Illuminati links to it? Is there anything about like sort of like I saw this story uh, when I was looking for it. Uh, uh, it was a, while, a few years ago. Qantas Airlines had that. Uh, they had a picture where they had like the sign of the Illuminati on some of the like engines on the on the on the wings of the plane, and they had to they had to explain it like what it was. What was it so ever determined? Been, was it ever determined no. whether or not it was um, photoshopped? Because I'm, I'm looking at the picture and it's it's crazy because on the jets they have on one side they have the Illuminati symbol and on the other side they have the Freemasonry symbol, right? But it's in yellow as well. It's very very clear. So it's probably, yeah, it's, it's probably photoshopped. It's just a, that's what when I like try to look for some sort of like a conspiracy theories about that about that flight, that story, that woman. That's what I, that's what I found. And the, but I also thought because it's such a sort of mysterious story, it made me think about the sub story as well, and whether it's another one of like she really looks like she's um, put together. You know, she's put together, isn't she? She's not a raving. She doesn't look like a crazy person dressed in rags. No, she's dressed like like, like in serious kind of flight business wear. Doesn't look like she'd be that crazy. 
So I just wonder if she's like an actor who's like, they're, put, they're creating this story. So sort of after the sub story dies, they've got the, another one of these crazy stories that's going viral to kind of cover up what's going on in all the other stuff. So one thing I heard, um, she was making the, the sign of, of the, she was making the Baphomet sign. Okay. And that's, well, that's, and that's something tied into the Knights Templar and Satan. Um, so basically yeah. when she, she stops at the front of the plane and turns around and basically when she says to everybody that you're, you're all going to think of this, the way she's holding her her fingers, like she has uh, two fingers on her left hand and they're pointing up and two fingers on her left hand and they're pointing down. Um, that's that's the that's the Baphomet. I, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't I don't know if I am. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the so Crowley, the Crowley thing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's so, uh, a depiction of a sabbatic goat. Usually is a, is associated with that too. And of course, that's that's all in the 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 occult symbolism and uh, you know Aleister Crowley, uh, Jack Parsons, all of those, right? So it's it, is she is she an Illuminati operative? Is she Illuminati confirmed? You know what I mean? Like there's is it yeah. is it a false flag? What was she doing? So there's there's definitely questions and it, and to your point too, like is she an actress, right? That's what I mean. It sounds like if she's making symbols with her hands, it's either that you know she's part of some panic cult, but uh, but it's also possible that it's a kind of contrived or like you know to set up, create a story. Because uh, that's what the uh, the comments I read under like one of the stories was they were saying that they never she got through security everybody deplaned, and then she got through security very easily to when she got off the plane. She wasn't arrested. She wasn't questioned. She just went, went straight through. Yeah. And, and then she tried. And they never, she, no, they didn't find out uh, what the reason either. She didn't give a reason. You know, there wasn't, there was, nobody really got to the bottom of the reason why. Crazy. She was, uh, she got one, you know, what really happened. And then they didn't find out. Right. Uh, she, she uh, did. She tried to get on. Like when the when once the plane was was re was reboarding, she tried to get on, but she tried to get back on. Yeah. And apparently she was after she tried to get back on with the other passengers, she was detained. That's when she was detained. And according to some people, she has now gone missing since then. Since she was detained, nobody's heard from her. I mean, that could be a number of things from anywhere that Illuminati has taken her, the CIA has taken her to she's just embarrassed as to what she did and she's laying low. You know what I mean? It's there's there's no way to tell. But it's just interesting that that she she hasn't even come out and made a statement. So, uh, you know, you got to wonder what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I think it's it's kind of a making hand signals that look like the Baphomet, and then also the way that you can get through. If you do anything on a plane, like very small things, you just you're not getting back on the plane. They will basically arrest you on the plane. So you you were saying that that this ties into to Nicolas Cage somehow. Oh, I, I just uh, well, I already I'd already found this Nicolas Cage story before this one came out. But Nicolas Cage had a sort of uh, it's a similar thing where the you know the person on the plane is not real. Like when yeah, Nicolas yeah. Cage got uh, booked a flight, he booked a a flight for his uh, child's imaginary friend. 
so they had so they had like uh, three seats maybe, and they had one for Nicolas Cage, one for his son or daughter, and uh, then another seat which was empty, which which supposedly had his his son daughter's imaginary friend was sitting there. But when he did actually book the book the seat. So was anybody allowed to sit friend. in that seat, or just the imaginary no, friend? No, that was I think that was the, <laughs> that was the point, yeah. Wow. For the imaginary friend, but it's a way of like stopping them putting somebody in your row or whatever. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, the last thing you want is somebody sitting beside you. Uh, but do you think he was flying coach? I mean, he was probably flying first class, right? He's a he's known yeah, to be an eccentric they, man that is a little frivolous with his money. Did, oh, you mean it could have been? It's probably in first class. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That seems like a more Nicholas Cage style. <laughs> yeah. uh, just to buy, like, a, add another three grand. That's why he's uh, ended up bankrupt, I think. That's right, he's, like, man. Buying wild stuff, wasn't he? Like glass elephants just to put in the he, front room. Didn't, didn't he buy, like, a, a, a T-Rex skeleton, too? I'm pretty, or a, a skull of a T-Rex for, like, hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars. Exactly. I think. He, isn't he, like, the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola? Yes. I'm just saying, because Francis Ford Coppola is also very extravagant. I, I, I don't like, know like, much that. about him. Um, so this apocalypse now, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. Even on, you know, he he doesn't spare any. He he, he doesn't. He isn't very frugal with his money. But, you know, he had um, zoetrope after apocalypse now and Godfather. He used all that money and he, he set up the zoetrope industries or zoetrope films. It was basically like a commune, like in the 60s, 70s, for for like artists and stuff. This was like his vision. You know, and he just blew all his money into this company. It's a bit like, you know, the Apple Apple Corp with Beatles. Right. Similar thing like that. He set up these really nice, like, studios and uh, it was like free food. You know, he has his own wine company. But he, he basically bankrupted himself. Whereas, like, Lucas and the other guys, they were all kind of business-minded. He's not. He just, he'll spend all the money, you know, like in the Heart of Darkness documentary. Right. He just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He overspends over and just somehow finds a way in in chasing his dream. <laughs> so for, uh, Nicholas Cage seems a bit like that. Like he's no 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 expense spared. If he wants he, like a you know T Rex head, he just gets it. Yeah, he once bought uh, a Gulfstream jet so he could travel around privately. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean flying. that makes sense if you're always flying. Sure. But, see, he's lost all that now. So for him, it's not extravagant to just book book a seat on a flight for an imaginary friend. True. True. For him, that's like that's just uh, the same kind of characteristic, but on a smaller scale. He didn't buy the entire airline. He just bought a seat. Yeah, he just bought a seat. He bought uh, he bought some castles in Scotland and Germany. Never, never, apparently, never uh, set foot in them, but uh, bought I'm, some. Uh, yeah. Some castles, yachts. John, he bought Johnny two, Depp too. Well, Johnny Depp's another guy. Uh, uh, he's got stupid money, right? Where he just doesn't care. But just one more thing. Um, he bought uh, he bought two albino king cobras. There's, he's he's much more entertaining than John, Johnny Depp does buy cool like stuff and has loads of houses, doesn't he? But it's not as wacky as Nicolas Cage. I heard that Johnny Depp spends. $15,000 a month or something on wine? Yeah. Well, I remember that. There's a, a small story from the 
um, was it, you know that book Hollywood Animal by uh, Joe Esterhaus? He wrote uh, he wrote Basic Instinct yeah, and a few other movies. Okay. And he used to he used to write in the Chateau Marmont Hotel. Right. And uh, he was always he was always broke, uh, and his like accountant was always hassling him, telling him you don't need to spend this money. But he said you need to live in Hollywood and and work. You need forty forty thousand dollars a day. Because you know you need to stay in the Chateau Marmont, and then, and so he, I think in that book he told a story about Jack Nicholson and Johnny Depp going to going for lunch. It was like a, it was a, it was an interview piece where they kind of interviewed each other, and they spent like a hundred thousand dollars on wine, but they only had like eight bottles or something. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Jack Nicholson man. was just buying like ten grand bottles of wine to to give to Johnny Depp. You know, sample this one. You know, they didn't really eat that much. They had like some salads or something, but they were just like there talking, doing this interview, and they're drinking this like twenty grand bottles of wine. <laughs> just imagine. Yeah how how good how good is a twenty thousand bottle of wine dollar bottle of wine though? I mean, um, I've had I've had a thousand dollar bottle of wine, and I mean, it was good. I don't know if it was. You know, I've, I I've, I don't think it lived up ones. to the expectation. Sorry, go on. I've had expensive ones that actually taste worse than 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 basically Carlo Rossi. Yeah, no, you know, I, I so I had the Madoc one, which was like quite expensive. I don't know, it wasn't. It, I'm not talking like twenty grand. It's something like it was like a two hundred, three hundred, five hundred bottle. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just had a had a had a sip of it or whatever, but it tasted weird. You know, because it's too oaky or something or too. Right. It wasn't like normal. It wasn't like a fruity wine that you know blended, which is sweeter. It was very like like you had been in a barrel for ten thousand years or something. Right. It was kind of like medicine. I guess it's medicine for some people, Johnny Depp. I remember somebody like in uh, work somewhere where I worked. They they were talking about this wine, and then when people asked them, you know, why is this? He wanted this wine and it was expensive and he bought it, you know, and he had a wine cellar or something at home, but this was like his big thing and he bought it. And then, and then he, you know, he was talking about it for months and then he got it and then he, then he, he drank it or something. And everybody asked him like, so what, so what was so good about this wine? And he just couldn't, he couldn't explain what, he couldn't say what was good about it really. It was just other like, than the price. Yeah, it was just like he built it up in his mind, but he couldn't actually tell you <laughs> it, even what it like the flavors were. You know, maybe he had something really basic, like has these sort of subtle flavors or something. So it's very like subjective, like vague for the price. Just go, I don't know. But it, I think it's just like if you've got that money, you know, you've got to spend it on something. Well, yeah. Then there, you know, it gets to a point where. I think you have so much money that you just you're con like it's it's not an issue and will never ever 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 be an issue no matter how much you spend because you simply can't spend what you have because you have so much and at that point I think you're just you just try and find the most eccentric the most you know the, the weirdest the strangest whatever it is thing to eat drink or buy whatever right because at that point who fucking cares right yeah so like you get desensitized too yeah I mean, you do yeah. that with everything in normal life but you must like you get one thing that's crazy so then you need to find something crazier than that to excite you exactly so, and and also even if you've got like say you're worth 500 million dollars or something you that doesn't really change anything like 
You can't get 500 million out of the bank in one day. No. No. <laughs> They're not going to give you that. They, no. They've got that. It's either in property or in the bank. And the bank could be off somewhere else, like in, in some Af- funneling it through some African bank, laundering it for gun running or something. For you sure. Know, you can't get that money. And so basically, uh, you go to like a five-star hotel or something, what's it, what can you get at the bar? You basically just get a Heineken and some like wheat beer. Yeah, you know, wherever you go, the mo- wherever you go, you still like basically just a Budweiser or a Heineken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a limit to everything. Wine has got this fake, you know, fake element to it, where you know it's been like take the process took longer, so therefore it's more expensive. It's yeah. still just wine. Yeah, I don't know what what kind of wine you have, like sort of, you know, and they're like, don't people just step on it? Step on the grapes with bare feet. I, you know what? To, I, I don't even know if that's real or not, but probably. I mean, like, probably. Probably that the old. I think when you go to those like vineyards on a like, like a, a wine tasting holiday or something, they let you yeah. do that. It's one of the gimmicks. They, I don't know if they really need to do that. I mean, probably at one point, hundreds of years ago, they probably needed to do that, and it was the best, most efficient way to do that. But I'm sure someone has come up with a, a much more sanitary uh, way to press your grapes, right? But I, yeah, it's the novelty of it, right? Yeah, like the rustic authenticity in yeah, yeah, wherever yeah, it yeah. is, like Sicily or something. Uh, definitely. So what right? else are you going to do? Yeah. Well, if you go to France, you can try and kill the government. Those riots are like spilling across the whole of Europe. They're like in Fuck, Belgium. Man. There's nobody, anybody in, in Belgium knew that knew that kid. But yeah, they're, that... they're ready, ready to fight. It, it, they, yeah, they're they're out of control, man. It's Is France up. though, right? Do you, do you, I, I keep cutting you off there, wasted. I do apologize. Um, no, I'm just the rambling. It. It's it's France. And do you remember um uh what was it called? The the paper Hebdo. Uh oh it's Charlie Hebdo. Charlie Hebdo, yeah. yeah. This is going back a number of years now. The very first time that they decided to poke fun at the Prophet Muhammad. Yeah. And it was it was international headlines that they did this and the world was nothing had happened in this world. Nothing had happened to like this uh, up until that point, and I, the the whole Muslim community was up in arms, and and they vowed revenge on on the country of France. I mean, look at it now, man. It's fucking burning to the ground, and they always seem to get attacked, man. I mean, there's a joke in there somewhere about being French and you know cowering and not attack and and not retaliating, but. Um, you know, they always seem to get attacked. It always stuff always seems to be happening now. I, I think they they cursed themselves with that Charlie Hebdo Prophet Muhammad uh, satire bit. Yeah. So, well, they there's sort of different elements of it. There's, I don't know what the the right. I don't know what these new rights are about. Because there was the the Yellow Jacket rights as well. That was uh, last year. The, yeah. The gas was it the gas prices or for farmers or something. But the, it was the something French like are very, that. very feisty when it comes to like the, you know, the right thing. Because it's kind of like socialist. It's always like has a social, a bit like UK. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. It has a socialist element to it. it, it People don't accept it when they just say, well, you know, this is our business. We do whatever we want. They're like, That's no, right. the government serves us. You know, you better sort, sort it out, you know? So they, they do yeah. complain. And when something goes, but well, it, it seems like there's loads of people ready, ready, ready to riot. They just need an excuse. At any given time. Yeah. 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 A bit, a bit like in the U.S. with the... Uh, the Rodney King riots as well, and, and, uh, and uh, George and, uh, Floyd, George, yeah, George Floyd, yeah. Uh, and in China, like when I go, when you go around China, it's, it's like the safest place in the world because the police will, you know, if there's any, they don't tolerate any kind of riots. Everybody just goes to jail for the rest of their lives, sort of thing. So nobody riots. <laughs> but people always, people always told me, like I said, there's lots of people here. So I always say that's pretty nice. And everybody's like seems happy. And they say there's quite a lot right. of people here who are ready, who are ready to riot. You know, they're on the edge because they're very poor, and in the summer it gets really, really hot, and they don't have yeah. much money. So if there's something small, could trigger them off. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't. Uh, but they, they talk. I remember they, the, you know, the they have a fake DVD market there for the tourists, yeah. and you know, yeah. kind of Western. You know, it's people, it's Chinese people who are like like Western culture, but it's it's all fake. Stuff. It's not through the real normal shop, but the the Chinese really love that the, the movie Purge. Do they really? You know the, you know the yeah. yeah yeah. They talk about that as if it's like a I don't know secret underground like you know like Fight Club had this sort of like conspiratorial feeling for us yeah. or something. Yeah, it, yeah, for them it's the Purge. <laughs> they think wow. They think rioting is like an exotic thing that you know you know they think that. The purge is like real life in America, or something. And they say, do they really I, I do mean, this? I mean, it's not far off. I mean, let's face it. It's getting closer and closer. Where they, <laughs> yeah. they basically are just, they're basically <laughs> saying, like, you know, in certain circumstances, go crazy. Yeah. You know, like Nancy, oh no, not, is it Nancy Pelosi? Somebody, Kamala Harris, maybe. She was bailing people, bailing like Antifa members out of jail, out of jail wasn't she? I heard that, like, man. Burning down buildings and stuff. Yeah, I heard that. Because they're poor, they can't afford bail, so we better bail them out. Man, you see pictures now of like cities, uh, especially in California, like San Francisco. They're just completely overrun now. Um, I don't know how true it is, but you you see these videos and pictures, and it's crazy, man. Like the homeless people and the drug addicts have just taken over, and it's it's scary, man. I've definitely heard people say that you know like. Georgia or somewhere they went somewhere and or Portland or something that you know they saw these riots and stuff on the TV and they thought when they got there it would be like that but it's only in certain areas or something right right and some of these even those um uh, what was it the uh with the Charlottesville seems a little bit like out of control isn't it but some of them they almost seem like they're staged a bit like uh, in the UK with the football hooligans the police yeah. get between the, you know, sort of block the street, like cut it in half, and then the two opposing sides like walk down the street, like shouting at each other. But if you put that on camera, it's right. really hostile. But it looks very different than the reality of what's happening. Yeah. But the reality is, it's one street unless you go yeah. to that street. But I think on the London Underground, though, around Saturdays when Arsenal play at home, it's a bit scary because you're underground and there's all these tunnels and things 
and you can, if you're standing on a station, you can hear down the tunnels these sort of football supporters chanting, <laughs> and, and you don't know where they are. So it feels like they're following you. Or you get on a train. One train I was on had to, didn't pull out of the station because there were two sets of supporters in two carriages, and then the police were in between them on the train. Wow. And they were like fighting, you know, through the doors that connect the carriages. <laughs> but it's all, that's all just like, just for a laugh, really. It's not really, you know, it's not very serious. There's nothing behind it. Right. I mean, I, I, I think there's a lot of the writers, I doubt. I mean, and they, have they ever read a book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's like in their brain? I don't know. I think it's, it's like you draw, you, they're often not even fighting about the issue. It's a normally, like I saw one video where was this girl like took a lighter from somebody and then she, she wouldn't give it back. And then, and then they start fighting. Yeah. And I, that was like an Antifa riot. <laughs> that's my, my kids who are, are, are six and seven years old, that they fight like that. Give it back to yeah, me. No. And, and they start punching each other. You know what I mean? So I suppose that just carries on into, you know, life is basically just a high school with money. <laughs> Imagine, eh? Oh, I tell you, what's the world coming to? It's uh, being run by uh, the Rothschilds and uh, who are the other key people? The Rothschilds and the... Uh, the Illuminati. Um, well, yeah, no, the, the, who are the two family? The Rothschilds and the... Oh, for fuck's sakes. Uh, Rockefeller? The Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, the two R's and the Illuminati. You ever yeah. hear about the Illuminati card game? That's It's coming into... It, more and more people are starting to bring it up because uh, it's supposedly uh, telling telling the future. It's a game... It's a, a board game that was le- released by Steve Jackson Games. Uh, I believe it was in 1985, I think. Um, and it's a card game. You can you can buy it on. Uh, oddly enough, you can buy it on Walmart, and um, it's the second edition. So um, the first edition is selling on eBay right now. I, I looked at it today. It was selling from anywhere between 600 to 2,500 dollars. So it's What's it's hard called? to come by. What's that? The Illuminati card game. No, it's called it's called Illuminati New World Order or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's um the it's yeah it's it's Illuminati yeah uh, yeah and it's 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 a card game um so it's it's played with a special deck of cards money chips which represents uh, uh, millions of dollars and two six sided dice. Uh, there's three types of cards, the Illuminati cards, the group cards, and the special cards. And then, you know, you take the role of the Illuminati and you struggle to take over the world. This was uh, released in, um, yeah, like I said, 1985. But it's it's based on uh, a 1975 book, actually, um, by uh, Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea. Uh, the book is called The Illuminatus Trilogy. And... Uh, it's a the the book uh, claims to be like a, a such a, a satirical postmodern science fiction influenced adventure. You know, it's got drugs and sex and magic and a number of conspiracy theories. Um, you know, some real historical, 
imaginary and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so there is the, the the main characters of the book, which which I found real very interesting actually. Um, this this is for all our Breaking Bad fans in that are listening, and there's probably a lot because of a popular show. But one of the main characters throughout the trilogy of books, his name is a New York City detective. His name is Saul Goodman. Did you know that? So for those that don't, it's Saul Goodman. Yeah. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I watched it. I watched uh, you know the first few seasons. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I don't think I watched the last one very closely. I just kind of. I started to not believe that the teacher became like this hardcore like drug dealer. Right. But, Fair enough. But, I yeah, mean, the first so, few seasons are really good. Yeah, it, it's a it's it's an amazing show. I I'm a big fan. But um, the high school teacher Walt uh, Walt uh, Walter White, uh, his attorney that he hires is his name is Saul Goodman. And, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's a cool soul. Better call Saul. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That lawyer yeah. character was funny in the. Yeah. Yeah. So. so that Illuminati game, you it it did it like the thing that I saw was that it sort of um, didn't it predict like 9/11, COVID, and uh, Trump winning or something. So it, those those three ones exactly right there. Um, allegedly, it it predicted. Um, those there, there's a card um now it's a it, it it's a plane that looks seemingly um like it's flying into two buildings and i think it's called terrorist attack or something and um yeah it it's it, so it's coming out now that uh, some of the things on this conspiracy theory game so there's a conspiracy theory about the conspiracy theory illuminati game uh that you know it, it's predicting events that are happening so um yeah, it's it's odd. What do you know about it? Uh, just that I saw, you know, I I saw that uh, game, and uh, I just noticed that it it was uh, you know coming back into popularity. Like people are actually starting to play the game uh, a lot more. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's it's readily available. Um, you can buy it on Walmart. It, this is the second edition. You can buy it on Walmart. You can buy it on Amazon. It's go to uh, the the game maker's website. It's it's available. But yeah, carry on. But who would, who do you think is like the who's behind the game? It isn't isn't it supposed to be that the Illuminati are actually behind the game? Uh, no, no. It's uh, I just said his name. I just closed the the website. Uh, Steve something games. Um, oh yeah, the guy, the the guy, the maker of the game. He made a joke. He made a joke about that, about uh, the Illuminati basically being right. behind the game. That's right. The Illuminati are behind everything. That's right. That's right. His name is Steve Jackson. So is that, there's a is that the guy who does those books? You know the oh no that's book? I used isn't, to read those. Isn't that Percy Jackson? Jackson? Percy oh. Jackson, I think. Yeah. So okay. the, the card in question here is there's <clears throat> there's two office buildings or what look like two office buildings, at the, eerily similar to the same explosion that the twin towers on 9/11, and it's called the the name of the card is called terrorist nuke. So, yeah, I mean, 
the game came out well is, before 2001, right? So That's what I was going to say. This is before uh, the War on Terror was uh, made up. That's right. Oh, okay. so and there's... Uh, uh, remember in Back to the Future, the Libyans. Yeah. You know, that storyline. Uh, back yeah. then, terrorism wasn't really a huge, huge thing, was it? You could just put it in a movie. That's right. Even all those like Chuck Norris movies from from the 80s, you know, there uh, wasn't one of the Rambo movies. Doesn't he work with Al Qaeda? I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, pro- yeah, probably. Well, they were switching sides on, you know, the U.S. supported uh, Iraq against that's, Iran. That's so right. At some yeah. point, Iraq were kind of like the friends of the U.S. That's right. So it depends when you're. When the movie's made, I suppose, who the bad guys are. Going back to that game, the the Donald Trump card is uh, it's the card is called Charismatic Leader. It features a blonde-haired demagogue addressing a crowd of adoring supporters um, in a seemingly uncanny forecast of the reality TV businessman rise to power. Um, and there hasn't really been any blonde politician before Trump. I, I he's extremely blonde. I can't or think his of wig is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would you call a why would you why would you have a card with a blonde politician? That's you right. You want to avoid the sort of Aryan look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the but it's the Illuminati card game, I suppose. Maybe I don't know. There's there's a, a personality card with Hillary Clinton. It's it's named Hillary Clinton and it's her. What? Yeah. Before yeah. She, when, when did that game come out? Oh, 1994. Oh, 1994. Yeah. Was she was she around at that time? Oh yeah, her and her and uh, uh, what's her husband oh, there? Bill. Bill Clinton were have been. Oh, she was secretary. Forever. Of yeah. Uh, so uh, there's a Hillary Clinton card in the deck and a tree hugging Al Gore. They were U.S. first lady and vice president at the time. Um. I guess that's right, eh? 1994, Clinton was in office, right? It's an Iraqi dictator. Saddam Hussein makes an appearance. And there's a particularly gruesome card anticipating the advent of a militant political correctness. Now a regular bugbear on Fox News, which portrays the two-handed men holding signs announcing their crimes. It's... Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, and then, of course, there's an epidemic card um, in I which guess. they're saying... I mean, a, that's happened before, hasn't it? The, the plagues and stuff. But yeah. we weren't, I was never really aware of the Spanish flu and you know, those type of things until COVID happened. But of course. It seems like, like every hundred years there's, there's some kind of... Uh, I suppose I knew about the Black Plague. You learn about it in school, right? And but it's, yeah, like it's Dick, kind of like it's it's interesting nonetheless. I mean, I I would like to get the game just to see what it's all about, but it's 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 expensive. Um, it's it's about forty dollars for the game. Um, is, it, is it one of those games where you have like a card? Is it like Trump? Pop Trump? Where you have a card which has like abilities and stuff, and then you put yes. it down and say, yes. I'll, yes. I'll fight you based on, I've got skill at 10, what have you got? Yeah, that's exactly win, what it is. Card. So it's just a, like a trading game. 
pretty much from what I understand, uh, that's what it is. It's got, you know, you've got the cards and you got your dice and you take turns and yeah, you have your power cards and my cards better than yours. Let's battle, blah, blah, blah. Right. So yeah, in the U- in the UK, we, we had those cards, but we, we also had like a more rudimentary version. Like uh, you, we, you ever heard of conquers? Um, you know that maybe one of those things that fall out of trees that are like chestnuts chestnut trees the, the chestnuts fall out they're quite big they're yeah, yeah. a ping pong maybe yeah. a little bit smaller yeah and uh, they've got a shell and yeah. if you leave them for a bit they dry out and get really hard we yeah. put we put them on strings and yeah. then you you use your conquer to hit the other guy's conquer and you know back and forth until one of them breaks yeah, and you know you have a conquer. I had a conquer that had won like 113 times, <laughs> and it, it was like a little rock, that, and all the skin had shattered off it, and it was just like on a bit of string, and it was like yellow, and I I basically put super glue on it, so it was virtually indestructible. So awesome. Had, it's sort of a bit like a, a trading game. You you collect other, you know, you're basically just building your conquer to be like the greatest conquer of all time. They're, I don't know if they have that in the U.S. The they're like spiky, right? The 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 shells. Yeah, yeah, but inside there's a chestnut. Yeah, so inside there's a chestnut. Yeah, but, but what happens is they fall out and then they open, dry out and open, and then you can get that thing. And you find the best ones are the ones that have been like buried in the ground for a bit over the winter, and they go like they're black. <laughs> they go really hard. So you basically we'd jump over into people's, you know, they'd have these big houses where they'd have all these conquer trees or chestnut trees. You jump over the fence, you know, and like scavenge all these conquers looking for the best one, and then take a whole bag of them home. And then you basically train them, <laughs> you know, you treat them, putting them up in vinegar with one technique. You soak it in vinegar and it softens it, but it never breaks. Yeah. So you're basically training all these conquers to be like rocky or something. Perfect. Totally indestructible. The things we did as children to pass the time. If we only had that much time now, right? I mean, Christ. I'd yeah. love it. So we, it's love very it. similar to what we're doing in, in life. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. It's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a metaphor. Well, Wasted, we probably wrap it up now. I think right. we covered everything that we were going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. It was a good day. It was a it was a good sh- a good day. It was a good show. I had fun. Yeah, I mean we we kept it moving along. I think. Yeah. All right. Do you want to say anything before we go? You got a show. You're, uh, you're still doing your wasted well, you podcast. Can, yeah, you can like check out the wasted show on Rumble, and there's a couple of shows on YouTube now. But I don't really put the, too many of them up on there. Uh, there's I think there's a there's a new one uh, out today, but by the time this airs, there'll be another one. Uh, which is more about uh, the shock doctrine and uh, natural born killers. I think that will be the episode. Perfect. You go there. Shock and awe, uh, natural born killers. Two of my favorite topics. I do enjoy the ways to show. It, it goes by. It's a, you, you. You do a good job. I, I enjoy it, and I highly recommend anybody that's listening. If you don't already. It's, it's almost like a stream of consciousness, though. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, it's a little bit droney because I don't have anybody to bounce off of. Right. So I, but yeah, I saw after 20 minutes of talking on my own, I start to like flag a bit. (laughs) I get a few things wrong. Like I said, Uma Thurman was, uh, I got Uma Thurman and uh, Dal Hannah mixed up on one of the episodes. (laughs) Splash. 
Remember? Yeah, that was a good movie. Daryl Hannah was a. Is she still alive? Uh, Ro- yeah, Roller Girl. Yeah, yeah. She married um, Neil Young. Daryl Hannah is married right? to Neil Young? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, well, is Daryl Hannah the Flash, the mermaid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman from Splash. Yeah, I yeah. actually married him, but they were dating, and I think he, he married him. Wow. I, all right. Uh, but he like fell, he fell from grace a little bit in the COVID era. He did. He's he's an idiot. Uh, uh, lost, <laughs> he's an idiot. Uh, he, he's just another fucking or, old hippie. You know what I mean? Eccentric old hippie that has money and still wears patchouli yeah. oil. Like he also did something weird on. Didn't he do something with Spotify? Like he took his took his music off. off yeah, because of Joe yeah. Rogan. <laughs> like it's fucking stupid. But it's hard to understand what they're talking about. They seem very scared of like authoritarian like people or right wing. They've got this idea that right wing means Hitler or authoritarianism. Yeah. It, when, when it's almost like the, the opposite, you know, or yeah. I mean, Hitler was a, uh, was a, like, so, a national socialist. He was supposed to be a socialist. Yeah. They were the, the Nazi Party wasn't was a socialist party, but it, it's not the same socialist parties that we know now. But yes, you're right, exactly, no, exactly. It, ridiculous. Yeah. He, he, like I said, he's just a fucking old hippie that got rich, right? And you know, yeah. Uh, these, I think these they people. built up the idea of Trump in their head as well. Yeah, of course. Like, of course, you know, he's a cheesy like eighties businessman who. But really, he's like very kind of harmless, like what he does. He does dumb stuff, like, like <laughs> he does fucking stupid stuff. shit, man. You know, it's not like uh, he's, he's not like running guns or no. Like, you know, just an idiot. Or yeah. He just yeah. like what he just he just wants to like eat burgers and like have blonde. <laughs> it's like he's the authoritarian, and then when he gets into when he gets the presidency. They say he's like this, like dictator, but he can't get anything done, and they bury him in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> like perfect. The opposite of a dictator. Yeah. You know, yeah. A dictator with zero power. That's right. Oh well. All right, wasted. I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, again, the wasted show. Find it on Rumble. It's a great listen if you don't already listen to it. And of course, uh, my other show. Uh, the cookout we just did a episode so it should be up on the channel pretty soon i'll get this up right away and uh thanks to everybody uh hit like and subscribe because that's what we want to do and we'll go from there so until next time wasted it's always a pleasure let's do it again real soon right yeah see you later see ya